The science of genomics, many say, will transform medicine as researchers find the genes that make our bodies function and malfunction. Doctors should be better able to cure and prevent disease. But for now, the main impact is informational. Genetic tests allow doctors to diagnose disorders and patients to glimpse their medical futures, even when nothing can be done. It's a familiar story, but reporter Ari Daniel Shapiro of our partner program Nova offers an unusual twist. Here is the tale of one man and one gene. Graham Lancaster kneels in front of a box of framed photographs. Ah, he's so... It sits in a corner of his home in Carlisle in the north of England. There's a couple from the, uh, from the police. That was one 1992. Lancaster holds up a picture. Fifty police officers are arranged into rows. That's me on the, on the back row, the big lump. Bigger than everyone else there, I think. He was only 22, but he was formidable. Six foot four, 250 pounds, and confident. My favorite times were nights, you know, chasing after stolen cars, <laughs> catching criminals, really. <laughs> I always used to pride myself on being able to catch most people. Aside from the paperwork, he loved the job. But a few years after that photograph was taken, he started getting odd remarks from his fellow officers. They said he smelled like rotting fish. I just thought it was maybe something I'd eaten, even though I was never a great fish-eating fan, so I, I couldn't really understand where it was coming from. How would you respond to them when they would say these things to you? I kind of just used to ignore the comments. And there was one guy who was, I remember him sniffing my hair, and he said, oh, it's your hair gel. So then I kind of used to blame it on that for a while. But then I realized it obviously wasn't the hair gel. And then the comments started getting more frequent. It wasn't just police officers who smelled the peculiar odor. Suspects told Lancaster that the interrogation room reeked of fish. Defense attorneys made comments, too. So Lancaster went to see his doctor. And he basically said it was all in my head. It was nothing to worry about. Try some strong soap, and that should sort it out. Lancaster began showering three times a day, sometimes four. He caked on the deodorant, but within 15 minutes of showering, the comments would start again. The remarks became harder and harder to stomach. Because people make the comments, you then think that people who aren't making comments can still smell it, but they're not saying anything. So you then start to become paranoid about it as well. Now, around that same time, in the late 1990s, a molecular biologist named Elizabeth Shepard at University College London co-discovered the gene that causes a rare condition called trimethylaminuria, or TMAU. TMAU is a disorder in which people are unable to complete the metabolism of a small molecule called trimethylamine. And that small molecule is derived from the ordinary foodstuffs that we eat, such as eggs, soya, meat. Most people have an enzyme that breaks down that molecule in their livers, but not if you have TMAU. The trimethylamine then just pervades your whole body and you will excrete it in uh, your urine, in your breath, and all your bodily secretions. And that molecule? It's what gives rotting fish its distinctive odor. In fact, TMAU is sometimes called fish odor syndrome. For some people, the condition can be triggered by liver or kidney disease, but for others, it's hereditary, 
caused by the gene Shepard discovered, although the symptoms may not appear until adulthood. The genetic form of the condition is rare, affecting perhaps 1 in 40,000 people. In the case of Graham Lancaster, a medical researcher recommended that he take a urine test to see if he had TMAU. It came back positive. Lancaster was relieved. Then you can kind of recognize it's not your fault. It's not the fact that you're unhygienic. You know, it's a definitive medical diagnosis that you've got something wrong with you. Once Lancaster knew what was wrong, he set about trying to fix it. Doctors recommended he keep a diary to track what foods made the odor better or worse. But it didn't help. Changes in what he ate didn't reduce the smell. He grew even more embarrassed and self-conscious. Ruined the enjoyment of the job. It kind of destroyed it all for me. The test that had given him the diagnosis had given him hope that things would change. But when they didn't, he spiraled into a severe depression. Lisa Clairurin was Lancaster's girlfriend at the time. He was quite hard to get along with. He was, just wasn't himself and and just didn't know what to do. Couldn't do anything, couldn't say the right thing. I couldn't see us ever coming through it, really. Things fell apart for Lancaster at work, too. He lost focus. He went on medical leave for a year and then was discharged from the force. His career as a police officer was over, not because he smelled like fish, but because of the resulting depression. Lancaster says part of what made things so difficult was he assumed that when scientists found the gene for TMAU, a cure would be right around the corner. Yet with many inherited conditions, including TMAU, the discovery of the faulty gene hasn't led to treatments or cures. The science has proved more complicated than many expected at the beginning of the genomics revolution. And there are additional obstacles for rare and non-life-threatening conditions like TMAU. Ian Phillips of Queen Mary University of London co-discovered the TMAU gene. He says he can't convince funding agencies to invest in the research needed to develop a cure. Personally, it's frustrating because having identified the genetic basis of the disease, we are no longer able to follow that up in any meaningful way that would be of use for the patients. But even without a cure, things did improve for Graham Lancaster. He gradually came to terms with his condition. He took up a more suitable career in IT, a job with less stress and no physical demands, so he was less likely to sweat and produce the fish odor. His relationship with Lisa improved, and they got married. By this time, there was another test for TMAU, a genetic test that could identify the specific mutations that caused the disorder. The test could tell family members, for instance, if they're likely to develop the condition, even if they don't currently have symptoms. And Lancaster was faced with a new decision about testing. I like it when he pops up. He and Lisa now had a daughter. What do you have to do? Ride the box up. My main concern was whether I'd passed on the defect to Emma. If she's going to get it, I'd rather be pre-warned and pre-armed so you can deal with it. They decided to test Emma when she was a year old. It came back positive, sort of. Emma had inherited a faulty copy of the gene from her dad and a somewhat faulty version from her mom. That means that Emma may develop a mild form of TMAU later in life. The test result caused Graham and Lisa to confront a new set of questions. Should they tell Emma, even though she may never exhibit the condition, what good would the information do her? 
It's similar to the dilemma many people face who've been tested for genes linked to diseases, like Alzheimer's, for which there's no good treatment or cure. If you find out you're at high risk, what do you do with that information? Graham Lancaster realizes there's a big difference between dementia and TMAU, but still, he says, it's nothing to laugh at. One of the most evocative things is is your smell. You know, sometimes you smell things, it brings back pleasant memories. And I read on some article that the smell of rotten fish is one of the worst things you can ever smell, so it's just unfortunate the TMAU doesn't smell of roses <laughs> rather than rotten fish. Lancaster says knowing what's in his genes and what he's passed on to Emma has helped him, just not nearly as much as he'd hoped. For Nova and the World, I'm Ari Daniel Shapiro, Carlisle, England. Ari's report for Nova and the World was made possible by the National Institutes of Health.